If you're a born-again believer, your citizenship is in heaven. Today on the Believer's Voice of Victory with Gloria Copeland and Billy Brim, learn about the heavenly Jerusalem God has prepared for the body of Christ. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Billy is back again and again, and we've heard so much good stuff. Billy, we're, we're really enjoying this. Yes, we are. This we're just, course. We're just enjoying on thinking on how God is so into wholeness. Yes, amen. That's wholeness. Right. That's right. Everything, he wants to demonstrate wholeness, wholeness in your life. He, he's the God of peace. Mm-hmm. The peace that comes because you're whole. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. He came and got us peace with God. We're at peace with God now. We're one yes, with God. Yes, amen. And um, we have been looking at yesterday, uh, pray for the peace. We're, we're looking at the word peace in the Bible. It says pray for the peace of Jerusalem in Psalm 122, 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. And we've seen that that's not just praying for the absence of war, but it's praying that Jerusalem and the earth will not be divided. Mm -hmm. And it's praying, verse 3, Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together, joined together. So uh, we saw that this has to do with heavenly Jerusalem and earthly Jerusalem. I'm going to read you a scripture from the New Testament. Uh, actually, it's over into the book of Revelation, and it speaks of the heavenly Jerusalem and how God's plan is. Uh, he carried me, revolution, oh, excuse me, revolution, Revelation 21.10, he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from Ooh. God. So there's a heavenly Jerusalem. God's plan is that it will stand in the future it will be right down over earthly to Jerusalem. And one of the things we pray is for God's plan coming to pass and it compacting together and it building together. Now, that heavenly Jerusalem is particularly um, for the church, for the body of Christ. It's the place he's prepared for us. Uh, and I'm going to show you in the New Testament uh, how connected we are with that heavenly Jerusalem. Uh, so we're going to go to John 3, 3. And there, you know that Nicodemus had come to uh, Jesus by night. Uh, let me see here. I think it's here. Uh, nope. Jerusalem and the church. Heavenly Jerusalem and the church. Do you have that? There's heavenly and earthly. There you go. It's this one. I told you wrong. Slicha. That means forgive me. You know, in Hebrew language... Whenever you're asking, um, everything's like biblical in the Hebrew language. And if I like hit you or bump you or something, rather than saying pardon me, I say slicha, which is forgive me. So they, it's, they always speak it, it's forgiveness, slicha, forgive me. So uh, that's thrown in extra. But uh, heavenly Jerusalem and the church, uh, we're going to see our connection with it. Uh, in John 3, 3, Nicodemus had come to Jesus in the nighttime, you remember. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, the King James translated that born again. And it is a new birth. You are born anew. But what this literally says in the Greek is from above. 
except a man be born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. King James translates it born again. And that's all right because we know it's a new birth. We know that over in Peter and other places it talks about our being born of incorruptible seed. It's a birth. But actually what it literally says here, except a man be born from above. I'm going to read to you from Young's literal translation. And he translates it, it's like that, literally. John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, if any one may not be born from above, he's not able to see the reign of God. Verse 7, Thou mayest not wonder what I said unto thee. It behooveth you to be born from above. Okay, so Gloria, when you and I got born again, we were born from above. Yes, we were. And, and here, it changed everything. And it changed everything. <laughs> and here's the city on our birth certificate. Galatians 4, 26. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Remember the Jews call it Jerusalem that's above and Jerusalem that's below. So, you, if you're born again. Yeah, I am. You are for sure. I am. Where were we born? We were born of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. You couldn't see it happen. So are we citizens of Jerusalem above? Absolutely, girl. Hallelujah. Look at the next verse we're going to look at, Philippians 3.20. Here's Philippians 3.20 in the King James. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Mm -hmm. This word conversation is the Greek word. If Rick Reiner's watching, he might have to correct my pronunciation. But I would say it's P-O-L-I-T-E-U-M-A. I I would say it's polituma. And you can kind of hear the words, uh, a city uh, is an apolis polis, uh, metropolis polis. And actually, this word polituma, it means in the Greek, the city of which you are a citizen and from which you have rights and responsibilities. So you could say it like this. Our citizenship is in heaven, Mm -hmm. from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. So... Since I had to be born from above and I accepted God, I accepted Jesus, Romans 10, 9 and 10, with my mouth, then in my spirit, I was born of the spirit. And my birth actually made me a citizen of heaven. Your new birth. My new birth made me a citizen of heaven. Right now, walking around on this earth, I'm a citizen of heaven. So am I then. You are. 
And sometimes I say it like this. I'm an alien from another planet. This world... Well, I don't like to spread that around too much. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? They'd never know about heaven. They'd just think we were from Mars. Or oh, Jupiter. yeah. Well, you can tell them if you'd rather say it this way. I'm, I'm, I'm a sojourner. That's what sojourner. they would say the Old Testament saints. We're just sojourners. We're just passing through here. We are citizens of heaven. We, are. we have our citizenship there. That's right. We are told that we are like uh, in the diplomatic service. We're ambassadors yeah, from heaven. That's true. But ambassadors in the diplomatic service. An ambassador, uh, let's say, in how old, how Russia, let's say Russia, for instance. We have an ambas- embassy there. We have an ambassadors. Those embassies and that ambassador, they live according to the laws of the United States. We are here on earth, but we live according to the heavenly laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which has set me free from the law of sin and death. That's what I am. That's what I have. That's who I am. I am a citizen of heaven because God lives in me and Jesus cleansed me so that God could live in me. I'm at peace with God. I'm one with God. God is in me. I am in God, and I'm a citizen of heaven. He's my very own father. Praise God. I'm his very own child. Thank you. Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. See, we're not, in, we're not the ones in the world. No. We're, we're here, but we're not of the world. That's right. We're of heaven. We're divine creatures. We're divine. Um, we have our life from heaven. We have our life from heaven. We have eternal life from heaven. We're citizens of heaven. Right now, it doesn't say when you die, you will be a citizen of heaven. It says our citizenship is in heaven right now. From whence we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it might be fashioned like unto his glorious body. So we see a lot about that city, that heavenly city and our connection to it. Look in Hebrews 11. You remember Hebrews 11 is the uh, great faith chapter. Hebrews 11:9 is talking about Abraham. And it says by faith he sojourned in the land of promise. He wasn't a permanent citizen there. He sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country mm-hmm. dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which has foundations. It's real. Whose builder and maker is God. Verse 13, speaking of all those great faith giants, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. All those people from Hebrews 11 confessed, we're not of this earth. We're, we're, we're in it, but we're not of it. And they confessed that they were pilgrims on the earth. I'm a pilgrim. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, 
for he hath prepared for them a city. Oh, hallelujah. God has prepared for those uh, in that in that uh, hall of fame of faith a city, but it says they without us are not made perfect. I mean, the whole thing is not completed yet. It's not made complete because we're going there. We're confessing, Gloria and I confessing yes, right now. Yes, we're yes. pilgrims in this earth, and God has prepared for us a better country that is in heavenly, and God is not ashamed to be called the God of Gloria Copeland and That's the God, God of Billy Brim. And I'm not ashamed to call him and God. we're not ashamed to call Hallelujah. him God. We're not ashamed of the salvation, oh. the whole, the sozo that got us one with Absolutely him. Absolutely not. For he has prepared for me a city. Which city is it? Is it earthly Jerusalem? No. That's for the Jews. In the millennium, it's for the Jews. They're going to come there. The mountain of the Lord's house is going to raise up above all the mountains. And they're going to be living there in bodies. Um, now, I'm not talking about any born-again people because there's the Jews and the Gentiles, but when you believe, yeah. when you believe in, in, in that God raised Jesus from the dead and you become born again, you're not a Jew, you're not a Gentile. You are a new creation, a new creature, a new species. We're going to get a revelation of that in these last days like we've never had before, oh, that we are a new species. And that we're not of this earth. We're a citizen of heaven. And in heaven, he has a special city. And that city he prepared for you and for me. Gloria, I stay down at your house. And it's a beautiful house. But it's nothing like what you're going to have. Praise God. And you know, I just wonder what it will look like, your house. It'll be perfect. It'll be so perfect. <laughs> and I think that when I go over and I come over to your house, you know, one day, mm-hmm. I'll say, well, Gloria, that looks just like you. I knew you would like that. No wonder that's there. It be- was built for me. It was built for you. He prepared for you a city. Praise. And he prepared for you a place in that city. Amen. And he prepared for me a city. And a place in be that great. city. Whoa, Gloria. For eternity. For Glory. eternity. Now look at Hebrews chapter 12, the very next chapter, the very next chapter. See, he's talking about heavenly Jerusalem. So he's telling us that we work with him in a covenant, but it's not the covenant, the same one that they worked in at Sinai. That one, uh, it was a mountain that they could see and touch. Hebrews 12, 18, you're not come unto the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest. And the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. Mm. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it would be stoned or thrust through with the dark. So terrible was the sight that even Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But you, in the New Testament times, in the New Day times, you do business on another mountain. You are come unto Mount Zion. Unto the city of the living God. Glory the to God. Heavenly the heavenly Jerusalem. Best of all. I can't see it, Gloria. Right now I walk by faith and not by sight. But because of this verse, I know that I do business with God in heaven. I know that I come up to that come courtroom to of heaven. I come up to that Mount Zion. 
It's the city of the living God. It's the heavenly Jerusalem. And that's where I do business. Wigglesworth said, if you haven't prayed in heaven, you haven't prayed. Your prayer is answered from there. Bless the Lord. And it gets there. If you believe and you pray in faith, it gets there. Your answer is granted. You are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. And look what we've come to. An innumerable company of angels. So many angels, they can't be counted. Hallelujah. Sent to minister for the heirs of salvation. Say that again. Sent to minister for the heirs of salvation. Who would that be? That'd be you and me and most everybody else in this building. Should be everybody, huh? Angels. Angels, yeah. They got a, at our they, service. They've been sent. They have a job. They do. They don't have a choice. They have a job. And they, they minister for us. No right? telling, Billy, how many times they've saved our lives. Oh, we'll we see, I think. Know. I think one day we'll know. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like Brother Hagin was told, uh, the Lord was talking to him about money. And he said, don't, don't pray about money like you have before. I don't have any money up here in heaven. <laughs> he said, uh, now here's what you do. You claim what you need yeah. and you send the angels out to get it and you bind devil from touching it. So they're out there, Gloria. They're going forward for you now and you me. you just shared some really good information yes. about receiving. Yes. Say it again. It's what Brother Hagin was told. He needed like us years and years ago. I think he needed $4,000 to open his uh, office in Tulsa. And he'd been praying, praying for that $4,000. And the Lord sent, I came to him. I believe it was an open-eyed vision. And, and if you're fairly young, you'd be surprised at how big $4,000 was. That's right. It, it's truth. I mean, in those days, it was, I don't know, like 50000 a day or something. And so the Lord said, I don't have $4,000 up here in heaven. I don't have money here in heaven. He said, you claim it. You claim the $4,000. In prayer, you claim it. And then you send the angels out to get it. And then you bind the devil so that he can't hinder it, keep his hands off of it. And what do you know? He changed his way. He said, I've never prayed about money again like I used to. And then out went the angels and got it and brought it to him. You claim it and then you send the angels out to get it. Mm-hmm. And what was the next thing? And you bind the devil so he can't touch it, mess it up. So... We have come up there to Mount Zion to do business with God. We've come to a company of angels, to the General Assembly and Church of the Firstborn, who are enrolled in heaven. That's where the roles are kept. God's not going to take you to heaven based on any church role on earth. He's got a role in heaven. And if your name's there, you're getting there. And to God, the judge of all, he's the judge we go before. And to the spirits of just men made perfect. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. That's a covenant of peace. And what signed it? The blood of sprinkling. His blood, which speaks better things than that of Abel. Bless the Lord. And it tells us this is how we do business with God. And even though we're here, right here on the earth, we're doing business with God in heaven. Uh, In John's uh, picture, uh, actually, he, he saw heaven. And he saw the marriage supper of the Lamb. When we leave here in that rapture, we're going in the marriage supper of the Lamb. And uh, after the marriage supper of the Lamb, um, the future comes. And um, this is where uh, I read the scripture earlier. Revelation 21, 9. He said, um, 
where's the bride? And one of the angels, seven angels, this is 21, 19, 9, 21, 9, Revelation 21, 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, come down out of heaven from God. So that is our home. That's where we live. That's where we are. I'm running out of time. But it's an amazing, uh, amazing thing that God, uh, I'm going to read you a little bit here. Uh, I don't know that I have time to do it, but the joy and blessedness of returned. This is reading from David Barron of returned and redeemed Israel in literal earthly Zion will be a type and reflection of the even fuller joy and greater blessedness of the ransomed of the Lord out of every nation, people, and tongue, which will then be safely gathered to him in the heavenly Zion, the Jerusalem that is above, of which the earthly Jerusalem will, during the millennium period, be, as it were, the earthly vestibule. There is travel back and forth during the millennium between heavens, heavenly Jerusalem and earthly Jerusalem. It's a great study, a wonderful thing. But I just want you to know that your place, um, you have a place in the heavenly, the Jerusalem that is above. So there is an arrival area. Yep, there's an arrival area. Like, at, <laughs> like in the airport. And you don't want to depart. No, you'll never depart. No out and link flights. Oh, you don't want to depart. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's great, Billy. I Isn't it great? That. Don't you love it? Think about it. It's not going to be long. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. Heavenly Jerusalem, you're going to be enjoying it. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Billy and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.